Hey guys, welcome to the Bad Batch Season 2 Episode 11 Breakdown. I really enjoyed this one. This was a fantastic episode. I'm still buzzing off of the Mandalorian Season 3 Episode 1 watch party that we just did, and then we watched the Bad Batch Season 2 Episode 11. And I gotta say, it was a lot of fun watching them both back-to-back -back like that with the community. So... Here we go with the breakdown. Like I said, I love this episode. The animation looks like it had a much higher budget in this one, as we see that massive ship move through space in smoke and debris. We see the interior of the ship, a clone commando, is running frantically with a stun baton as he gets taken out by some unseen monster growling from above. Clone commandos were the elite of the elite, so for them to be wiped out and in fear takes for a very formidable opponent. We arrive on Mount Tantis, and I've been waiting to see this place since the end of Season 1 of The Bad Batch. Now, Mount Tantis in Legends was used as a secret laboratory and sort of a safe house by the Galactic Empire during and after the events of the original trilogy. It was originally constructed by Sidious, who used it to store a vast array of powerful artifacts, including Sith holocrons, rare lightsabers, and various other dark side relics. But most importantly, he had many of his nefarious experiments done out here, hidden from the public. Dr. Hemlock, who is a new doctor that we just are introduced to, arrives and I think he's like the original Dr. Pershing who looked after baby Yoda in The Mandalorian, only now this guy is sort of looking after all of the cloning things that are happening on Mount Tantus here with the Empire. I think he's probably the head doctor of cloning or experiments going forwards. Maybe we'll see him in The Mandalorian, maybe he's going to be too old by then, who knows. Maybe he clones himself. He speaks to imprisoned Mistress Say, who is Nala Say, who we saw in Season 1. She looked after Omega on Kamino. And Nala Say is the chief scientist on Kamino, so she has a lot of value that can be added to the cloning facility here for the Empire. The only problem is, she is imprisoned because she won't work with them. So he asks her if she wants to be part of the scientific achievements that are all taking place here. Now, I think that she's here to hopefully help them in any sort of aid and science that they may need help with, especially with their monsters and experiments. It's probably going to lead to Snoke and other creatures, so we'll see. Emery, who looks like a clone and speaks like Omega, tells Dr. Hemlock of the lost communication of Transport 904. This was, of course, the ship that we saw downed in space at the beginning of the episode. He orders a search party as he wants the asset contained. Now, of course, we're going to jump forwards a bit. The asset, as we know, is a cloned Zillow beast that Palpatine had created, or rather cloned. And he had this cloned before he was the Emperor. This was He ordered this to be cloned during the Clone Wars. So the Doctor orders her to bring Prime Minister of Kamino, or former Prime Minister of Kamino, I should say, Lama Su to him, who is held as prisoner as well. We jump into the Marauder, and we see Sid again. She's got another job for the boys and Omega, and I'm honestly sick of Sid. You know, I feel like the Bad Batch has done a great job of making her a really unlikable character. They scold her for leaving them stranded and not caring about them, so she gives them a job to get some cargo, and they do it for 50%. They don't sever ties with her, as Tech explains, which a lot of us during the watch party were like, why don't they just cut ties with her entirely? And it's because she knows a lot about them, and she could turn them into the Empire out of spite. They already don't trust her, so they're kind of stuck, and they just decide to take the job and make some money. So they go to the craft ship, and that's the job. It's to go to the Transport 904, which we saw at the beginning, which is near a village on a planet now. 
As they enter, they find the Electrostaff from the Clone Commando, and they realize something bad happened here, and whatever it was, wasn't human. So we get a super dark tone, it's like a horror scene vibe from this episode, and it's very fun to see, I love it. The interior of the ship has a full-on cloning lab in it, Omega doesn't recognize any of the uh, equipment or electronics as if it were like the one she was familiar with on Kamino, but she does recognize that these are Kaminoan. They finally come across the beast and they try to shoot it when it runs away to charge up by eating electricity and they notice that it's getting bigger and changing in shape and size. They eventually shoot an opening out of the ship and the Zillow beast escapes to the village where Tech and Omega head back to the lab inside the ship to find out what the creature is. As Wrecker and Hunter head to the ship to try and stop the beast, it feeds on another electrical station where it grows massively and transforms into the Zillow Beast just like we saw in Coruscant back in the Clone Wars. So the next minute of this video, and you can skip ahead about a minute or so, will briefly explain the Zillow Beast arc in case you don't know or you don't remember. So the Zillow Beast is a giant ancient creature that appears in the Clone Wars. It's very reptilian, it's very huge, it's like Godzilla basically, and it was believed to be extinct but accidentally was awakened by an explosion during a battle between the Republic and the Separatists. The Zilla Beast is incredibly powerful and pretty much invincible and invulnerable with very thick armored skin, which is invulnerable and impervious to blast or fire. So the Republic eventually managed to subdue the beast and bring it back to Coruscant for study. However, they soon realize that the Zillow Beast is actually very smart and much more intelligent than they actually believed. So Palps sees an opportunity here to use the Zillow Beast's impervious to blaster fire hide for his own purposes and orders its destruction. Now, about a week ago, I made a video that went over the fanfiction of what if Palpatine used the Zillow Beast's skin for clone trooper armor and how would this change order 66 so go check that one out if you haven't seen it it's fun and it's very short and to the point so this leads to a confrontation between the beast and the jedi who are conflicted about you know how this is ethical at all to killing such a unique creature such as the zilla beast in the end the beast is killed by a toxic gas that's released where we find out now that palpatine actually had it cloned to use its hide and get, do some other experiments on it later on. So this clone Zillow Beast is now fully grown and impossible for the Bad Batch to stop, which is when the Empire shows up out of hyperspace in Super Star Destroyers, super cool scene, as gunships with clone commandos in them fly out, taking out the Zillow Beast clone as they scoop him up. Now these look like LAAT gunships, but they're actually not. The Empire arrests all the citizens of the village as no one can know what the Empire is doing with their evil cloning projects. So you guys remember Andor and the Empire wants to keep everyone quiet if something gets leaked, like the assembly line that they had going on, which Andor was part of. And if nothing leaks, then they want to keep a facade like they're up to nothing nefarious or questionable. It's all politics and Palpatine's ahead of everything. So if one person sees something they're not supposed to see, that person's gonna tell someone and then the whole empire is exposed and Palpatine just can't have that. So he can't take that risk, he just arrests everyone. The Bad Batch get out of there and they blast off into hyperspace as we've seen clone commandos harness the Zilla Beast clone in a tube of water. The crew discover that Palpatine had ordered the clone of the Zillow Beast back when he was just Chancellor and not the Emperor today. 
Tech deduces that the Empire didn't destroy Topoka City on Kamino to destroy the cloning facilities, but merely to control them without anyone being the wiser. Hunter tells Tech to send this intel to Rex and Echo, so it's cool we're gonna see our boys once again. Dr. Hemlock speaks with former Prime Minister Lamassu as he complains that Nalase, his chief scientist that we saw at the beginning of the episode, is not cooperating. So Lamassu gives up information on how to command Nalase to doing what he wants, which is working as the scientist for all the Empire's nefarious cloning experiments. And Lamassu tells him to capture Omega, who is the key to controlling Nalase. Because remember, Nalase had a very soft spot for Omega and really, you know, was going to give her life for Omega. So now the Empire is going to focus on finding the Bad Batch as a major priority, because if they can get Omega, then they can get Nalase to do what they want, which means their cloning experiments will be done to the best possible ability that they can for the Emperor. Now, who are they cloning? What are they cloning? They could be cloning the Zillow Beast. They could be cloning other things, maybe a Jedi. Maybe they're cloning Anakin Skywalker or they're cloning Darth Maul or Count Dooku or maybe they're cloning Palpatine as a, in a younger form or they're going right to the sequel trilogy and cloning Snoke. Or on a very strange theory, maybe they're trying to clone Grogu already at this point. Now, I don't think that's the case. As we know, Grogu had a bit of a darker past that he doesn't remember. And I think that part may be where he wasn't actually in the hands of the Emperor just yet or the cloning facility just yet. Because there is a 25 year gap between the events of the Bad Batch and the Mandalorian. So well, actually maybe more than that if there's a two year gap between season one and season two, which we just found out today from Jon Favreau. Yes, that's right. Grogu was training with Luke for two years, supposedly. Anyways, I thought this episode was really cool. It showed that the Emperor was still cloning different things, not just clones to make, you know, troops out of. But he's really pushing the envelope and experimenting with different creatures for different projects. You know, the Zilla Beast for its hide, maybe to make a very impervious piece of armor for himself, for his clones, for his stormtroopers. And he's probably cloning other things too, like maybe Force Sensitives or whatever it might be. Perhaps something to transfer his essence into. I thought this episode was really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Big shout out to everyone at the watch party last night. I had a fantastic time. Can't wait to do it again next week. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. And I will see you all on the tweeters at RealSWTheory as well as on Instagram at StarWarsTheory. Until the next episode, remember my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, the Force will be with you always. Oh,